and my people are bent to backsliding from me. Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. Shalom Aleichem. Peace be upon you. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, we are looking at our prophet's portion for this week, and uh, we have Hosea chapter 11, verse 7 through chapter 12, verses 12, and Obadiah chapter 1, the first 21 verses. So two different prophets we're looking at uh, for this week's prophet portion. Really, it's kind of builds on our prophet portion from last week in some ways. Uh, you have God's continued plea with his people. I think the first line uh, says it all. Uh, verse 7 of our prophet's portion today, the very first line of our prophet's portion today says, And my people are bent to backsliding from me. Like, that's their nature to, like, turn away from me. And uh, that is our human nature. And we must make war with that, uh, that flesh of ours, that sinful flesh of ours that just wants to turn away from God. And he, you know, he, and God goes on to promise judgment, but then he also continues to promise mercy towards his people. Um, there's one line that we'll see in our verses where he's, he talks about how he's going to show mercy because he's not a man. He's God, right? So he doesn't respond. He doesn't act the way a human being does because he's God. He's not a human being. And then uh, in Obadiah, we have basically warnings to Edom, the descendants of Esau, about judgment coming to them for their treatment of God's people. And so all of this is kind of encompassed in what we're going to be looking at this morning. I pray that it blesses you in the powerful name of Jesus, that the words of God go forth and pierce hearts and cause people to draw nearer to him. And I just pray that uh, you hear something today that inspires you, that encourages you, that just helps with your faith and your walk with God. Let's have a look. Not a lot of commentary from me this morning. Let's just let the Lord of the Lord speak for itself. Starting with Hosea, chapter 11, verse 7. I'm going to read from the King James Bible. Let's begin. And my people are bent to backsliding from me. Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I set thee as Zeboim? My heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am God and not a man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will not enter into the city. They shall walk after the Lord. He shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west. They shall tremble as a bird out of Egypt and as a dove out of the land of Assyria. And I will place them in their houses, saith the Lord. 
Ephraim compasses me without cat compasses me about with lies, and the house of Israel with deceit, but Judah yet ruleth with God, and is faithful with the saints. Ephraim feedeth on wind, and followeth after the east wind. He daily increases lies and desolation. And they do make a covenant with the Assyrians. And oil is carried into Egypt. The Lord hath also a controversy with Judah. And will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he recompense him. He took his brother by the heel in the womb. And by his strength he had power with God. Yea. He had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. He found him in Bethel, and there he spake with us. Even the Lord God of hosts, the Lord, is his memorial. Therefore, turn thou to thy God, keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. He is a merchant. The balances of deceit are in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, Yet I am become rich. I have found me out substance. In all my labors they shall find none iniquity in me that were sin. And I that am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles as in the days of solemn feast. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely they are vanity. They sacrifice bullocks in Gilead. Yea, their altars are heaps in the furrows of the fields. And Jacob fled to the country of Syria, and Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he kept sheep. And that's our part in the book of Hosea. You know, he says here in verse 6, Therefore turn thou to thy God. Keep mercy and judgment and wait on thy God continually. That just kind of jumps out to me because it's kind of just what I've felt in my spirit recently is, you know, we all just need to calm down uh, and wait on God. And, you know, we look at what's going on in the world and it causes us anxiety. And we kind of talked about this when I read from uh, the book of Chronicles a few weeks ago. How all these impossible circumstances were coming up against Israel. And God told them, you know, to calm down. And that the fight was his. And um, I just kind of keep feeling that in my spirit. And uh, here we're reading out of the prophet's portion. And, and God says, Therefore, turn thou to thy God. So the first step is to turn to God, to get on our faces before the Lord. Keep mercy and judgment. Do what's right, you know. Be merciful and kind. Uh, right judgment, right? And wait on thy God continually. Continually. It can be difficult at times, especially when when the word from the Lord is to wait. And the other thing is just what I brought up at the very beginning. Uh, my people are bent on turning away from me. 
And though they call out to the Most High, he shall not raise them up at all. My people are bent to backsliding, the King James Version says, from me. Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him, is what the King James says. Hmm. You know, we need to be a people that's bent on turning to God. And maybe that's part of the purpose for all that's going on right now. Is it's forcing people to turn to God, right? It's forcing people to look in the mirror. Evaluate what's really important. Turn thou to thy God. Keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. All right, let's move on to our second part for today, which is Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 21 verses. Again, this is more of warnings to Edom and descendants of Esau, but there's also sort of some end times uh, nuances here. Um, Day of the Lord uh, is near nuances here uh, that might be important for us. Uh, even now. So let's have a look. 21 verses, the book of Obadiah. Verse 1 The vision of Obadiah. Thus saith the Lord God concerning Edom We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye, and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen, thou art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee, thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rocks, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If thieves came to thee, if robbers by night, how art thou cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? If the grape-gatherers came to thee, would they not leave some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought up? All the men of thy confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound under thee. There is no understanding in him. Shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom, and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty men, O Timon, shall be dismayed, to the end of every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob, shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that the strangers carried away captives, his forces, foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots upon Jerusalem, even thou wast one of them. 
But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother, in the day that he became a stranger, neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction, neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Thou shouldest not entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity, yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity, Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossways to cut off those of his that did escape. Neither shouldest thou, should thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thy own head. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the heathen drink continually. Yea, they shall drink, and they shall swallow down, and they shall be as though they have not been. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions, and the house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau for stubble. And they shall kindle in them, and devour them, and shall be not any remaining of the house of Esau, for the Lord hath spoken it. And they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau, and they of the plain of the Philistines, and they shall possess the fields of Ephraim, and the fields of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. And the captivity of his host to the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites, even unto Zarephath. And the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Shephrad, shall possess the cities of the south. And the Savior shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Well, that is the end of our prophet's portion for this week. I just want to uh, just kind of relook at verse 15, dealing with the day of the Lord. We've been talking a lot lately about how, you know, the snares that the wicked are laying down. The, the traps and the lies and the deceit and the wickedness and the oppression and, and the persecution and all that's happening by these people. That's all going to come back on their own head. And I think sooner than later... Here in verse 15 it says, For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen... As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thy own head. In other words, they're going to reap what they have sown. What they have done to God's people will be done to them. How they have treated God's people is how God will treat them. All this that they've done, all this evil, it's coming back. It's coming back. For the day of the Lord is near, right? It is near. It was near here. Speaking of coming judgment at that time, and it's near now. Speaking of the eternal kingdom that is on the horizon. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen, and as, as thou hast done, it shall be done unto, thy, unto thee. Thy reward shall be upon thy own head. And the Savior shall come up from shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom 
shall be the Lord's. Well, I hope that you've heard something this morning that's been inspirational or encouraging or just a word that's stuck out for you in some way and has blessed you in some way. For me, you know, that that very, very first verse just keeps sticking out. My people are bent on turning away from me. They're bent on backsliding. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that way. I want to be bent towards righteousness and holiness. I want to be bent towards turning to God. And as the scripture says, as we've read this morning, wait on the Lord, right? Turn to God and wait on Him. And that's my word for you this morning. I pray you've been blessed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the podcast. It's, I'm just so humbled that uh, you, that there's this many people that care enough about it, uh, to care enough about the work that's being done here to, to help provide for it. And so I'm very, very grateful for all of you and grateful for all your prayers. It's more than I deserve uh, because it is my great privilege to do this work. Peace and grace be with all of you. Until next time, God bless.